0: Just a quick word before this starts, I love Pink Floyd as I love um, all the different artists or the different um, pieces of music from those artists that I use on here. So just a little reminder before this actually starts fully that um, it's simply used because not with regards to obviously this is probably not going to be how you're living your life right now but you know there's nothing to say it's it's a terrible or wrong thing but it's um obviously not what this is about but because it's pertaining to money I just thought it would be a little bit fun to add this song in for now and it certainly seems like that is what the banks are doing at the moment but anyway listen on for some really important advice and help blessings (laughs) Welcome to this podcast. This is going to be looking at um, financial um, control during coronavirus. But, however, not just during coronavirus. This actually is a piece of law and legislation that is constant, ongoing, um, whether it's during a pandemic or not. But this specifically um, will help people during the time of the pandemic, who have um, obviously had to change circumstances or for anyone, whether pandemic or not, who have had to change their circumstances and who then receive particular types of benefits, whether it be universal credit or all these other different types of benefits, even pertaining to tax credits and such like as that. It pretty much relates to all different types, which as being citizens um, of the United Kingdom in particular. So this is pertaining to the United Kingdom. I should just put that out there. Um, So this is for Great Britain, people in the United Kingdom. So as citizens anyway, um, and therefore interacting on a, um, I suppose, a type of... um, reciprocal manner in this civilization, in the society that we have today, we obviously have these um, various types of um, different agreements and different benefits and that is just part of our type of lifestyle. So particularly now, during the coronavirus, there will be more people Potentially taking on new types of benefits at this time. And in any case, with the changes in circumstances, whether to do with the pandemic or not, or other circumstances that have had to change and um, meant that you've entered into that type of um, situation in any way or for any reason, means that there is particular law. Um, set out in place for you. And the law in particular relates to what is known as Social Security Administration Act 1992, section 187. It also links to um, child tax credits or tax credits in general um, and child benefit and all these other kind of um, areas too. And that is section 45. But in any case, the one which most people um, will be impacted by will be the Social Security Administration Act 1992, Section 187. In this particular act, um, people are protected against different charges on obviously anywhere where you're going to get this and a whole bunch of different scenarios and situations in life but most pertinently and showing up mostly I would imagine you would be seeing this on your bank statement so it refers to all types of charges so therefore that means bank charges too so we're going to look at the um, administration act and what I'll do is I will read out specifically in just a minute. Okay, so here we go. And it is this. Subject to the provisions of this Act, every assignment of or charge on and i just want to highlight this because this is very important the act is extremely clear there isn't really room for any kind of like difficulty in comprehending this it's very very clear subject to the provisions of this act every assignment let me read that again every assignment of or charge on. Let me read that once more. Every assignment of or charge on benefit as defined in section 122 of the Contributions and Benefits Act, any income related benefit or child benefit and every agreement to assign or charge such benefit shall be void and then it goes on to further extra pieces of information which is very clear as well and it goes down to section M3 um, but that isn't really relevant at this time. If you want to go you can look further into it. It doesn't It basically um, doesn't give any other information that opposes this in any way as some banks will try to explain that there's an opposition to this in some way that they are somehow exempt from this um, type of charge that, um, you know, they just seem to think that they can charge whatever they like that they, when, you know, charges don't refer to banks, for example that they are just somehow completely outside of the word every So it's very strange, um, but it is something that they will try to argue and it's false. There is no different set of rules or regulations for banks upon charges with regards to charges. Now This is extremely important right now that you know this, particularly during coronavirus, especially when there are so many people impacted that could be being charged and they might not know their rights at this time. And they maybe have heard of this particular act as well. But then when they go to take this to the bank, the bank will try to argue based upon what they have found online and online sources. They will also try to argue particularly utilising a member of government and this is a member of the oppositional party to the government um, who made a statement pertaining to... Um, this very act but it was just a statement so it was their opinion that they voiced it was their view upon this that they voiced whilst in the house of commons now their view was that this didn't pertain to bank charges right they just voiced that so What's happened is, that's obviously in the public domain, it's not law or legislation, it was just someone's opinion from the opposition party, which was never made into law or legislation and doesn't impact this law or piece of legislation in any way whatsoever, it was simply a statement. So what the banks have done is they've taken that statement and they've run with it. So when you try to state the law to them, they will simply come up with something that isn't law at all, they will just come up with what that Labour uh, Party member stated in the House of Commons way, way, way many years ago that has nothing to do with the actual law. Therefore, (laughs) they're behaving illegally and contravening the Act by utilizing a Member of Parliament's view to try and argue against um, maintaining the law and obviously keeping in alignment with the law and legislation so they're breaking the law and using someone's statement to try to do so which was not made into law so cannot be applicable here so in any case it's important that people understand this especially during the pandemic's a bit of extra help um, I had to change my circumstances at one point and, you know, I mean, I'm very, very clever when it comes to the law and legislation and divine law and, you know, um, obviously that's why I'm so good at understanding these things, comprehending them and um, dealing with sovereign divine law at first, putting that first, and then obviously our temporal law. So as I understand that really clearly, I'm good at facilitating, um, the empowerment of other people and making sure that their rights are understood and known about and so they can achieve what's actually important in terms of being able to be achieved so their rights are recognized and upheld. So that's how I'm able to do that as my circumstances change but because I'm so clever... <laughs> Despite it all i 'm able to find out what other people might be going through that have gone through this or might go through it in the future, and then therefore understand how to protect their rights in ways I might not have understood otherwise. so when mine changed, what I did was i um, I went straight away to look further into the already written law, but I also prayed first, so I put God first and I prayed about it and I was informed by um, prayer through prayer to God that there was something else in the law which was stated already in uh, legislation to protect me at this time. So I didn't know about this particular law until I prayed to God. So that's why divine law is very important. In other words, putting God first, because I would never have searched that out and never have known. I've been in this situation previous years ago, um and so clearly I have been charged at times where I shouldn't have been and should have been protected, so probably have a lot of money owed to me, and um, which I still have to look into, but in any case, um yes, yeah, so I wouldn't have known had I not have prayed to God and I got that uh, feedback back in prayer. there is a piece of law and legislation I want you to search it out, it's there to protect you and this is exactly what it was. So I found this law, um, Social Security Administration Act 1992, Section 187, only because of prayer with God. So I then went about um, arguing my case. When I did, I won an agreement um, and I um, had to actually agree to certain conditions. Um, <sighs> which I, obviously I shouldn't have to do that because it should just be done. But I suppose it's part of the administration of it. So I had to change my entire account to a controlled account, which th- would then be maintained and controlled throughout the time so that, um, you know, it was kind of, like, limited in a way. It wouldn't give certain kind of, like, freedoms as well, like having your normal, like, even, like, the, um, the strip to be able to kind of pay instantly, like, contactless, all that kind of different thing as well. So it was so controlled... Um, but that also meant that it was controlled in terms of the charges that would normally come off, wouldn't come off because that account was protected under that law. Clearly every assign, assassination or charge is void. So that made sure that that was the case. So that obviously was put into place and executed is the term for that. So it was executed and the agreement was maintained. They broke the agreement. They have broken it, um, over the pandemic so I thought okay I I just I knew straight away there was something not quite right about it I didn't just think this is just not going to be maintained just because it's during the pandemic I thought there's something else going on here and um, in any case I did speak to someone about it and of course they reassigned the terms of the agreement which were just basically and had been set forth in precedent by way of um, the action as well as the recorded um, agreement on my file for my account and it was just you could see the way that had been going because it wouldn't have been charged up until that time. Despite this um, I did manage to get all of those unlawful charges refunded to my account And told that they would be prevented from reoccurring again in the future. In other words, that my already existing agreement prior to coronavirus, um, prior to this pandemic rather, um, was actually going to be reinstated and the account executed with the original agreement to prevent these charges from taking place. Despite this, and despite this being um, agreed upon and me having evidence of this, the bank still... Um, tried to take a charge just on the 1st of July there, would you believe it? So, I um, spoke to them again online and they tried to contravene the act. They completely ignored the precedent before and everything that was um, recorded, even the fact that not only did I have this agreement on my account, and um, that it was clear from precedent, as you could see throughout in the history of the account, they completely ignored that and tried to argue against it then they um completely <laughs> ignored the fact that um all my refunds had been refun- uh, refunded and the person had um that i last spoke to had made sure that my account agreement was going to be reinstated and protected again but it wasn't so they didn't uphold that today and that's been many people even the online bank so i would suggest be very careful do your research around all these different banks, especially at this time, if you do have a particular account and you are impacted because of the situation that you're in or because of the situation um, pertaining to uh, the pandemic, then clearly this is something that is going to be important for you. So if you hear your bank saying something like, "Um, yes, charges are void, but this is pertaining to debt. No, it is not. That's not written or even anywhere at all in any type of legislation or law. At all. It's nowhere. Um, They will also try to say that it means that bank charges are exempt, that they can still take money off. That is nowhere in any current law or legislation that you will find governmentally in the United Kingdom at all. So that's false as well. And... Again, just to reiterate, it comes from a statement, not law or legislation, but a statement of opinion that was, um, you know, basically uttered um, at Parliament by an opposition party member um, years and years and years ago from the opposition party of that time. It was never made legislation or law. So if they're trying to give you that um, particular Labour Party member statement that it doesn't refer to bank charges it's not law or legislation it's completely false so that aside these are the facts and um they will help you that is my part of my work done for today and best wishes with everything but remember it is important to know your rights and this is a really important one especially right now keep well